What is going on, everybody? It's Jonathan back here, episode two on the Lens Culture Podcast. Okay, so today is going to be focused more so for the beginners specifically. So if you're in a very experienced or an advanced person in this industry, I'd maybe wait to the next episode because this one's going to be specifically focused towards the beginners for photography and videography. And honestly, a lot of other freelance work too, like whether you do like graphic design or um, interior design or anything freelance in general. I want to basically go over like 7 to 10 tips and ideas on how you can successfully build a portfolio in photo and film from the ground up. Like you have zero work or even people that have maybe a few work examples. I kind of want to go over those tips, so we're going to get into that now. Alright, so I know it can be a little bit kind of scary and you're kind of like, where do I go from here type thing, like... You can even almost compare it to like when you graduate college and like all these jobs like, oh, you need two years experience where it's like, where do I get that experience if every job is asking for experience? This is kind of the same thing, but with freelance work, it's a little bit easier to overcome that, Um, obviously because more people are willing to hire you, quote unquote, for other reasons rather than keep you on a, you know, a 40 hour week payroll. So the first thing I would recommend that you do starting off the bat is use your current social accounts like your current following if you're already posting on instagram even your personal accounts you know facebook twitter if you utilize any of those current social media platforms start with there if you have 200 followers per platform and there's one or two people that would maybe at that time need somebody to film a little short film for them or take a family portrait session post on your current social accounts now i wouldn't necessarily rule out price in this one obviously if you want if you want to make a little bit of money maybe to invest in other gear so don't rule out price the thing you're going to want to post is something saying like Hey, recently started my photography business, would love to get together and do a shoot if anybody's interested, or now booking graduation pictures, or now booking family portraits, or like kind of saying that, kind of like hinting that, that you've already been doing it, that way you're knocking down the fact that you can make some money off this person. And because they're most likely going to be somebody that you're friends with, it'll be a lot easier to kind of communicate to them on a client basis than as like a friend basis as you kind of were beforehand. So your first thing you're going to want to do is just utilize your current social media accounts. It's the easiest way. It makes the most sense in the beginning. And you could honestly create some good leads from that, especially if you, you know, obviously have a lot of following on each one of your social media accounts. So after you do that, the second thing that I would do is um, take everything you can get. You know, take honestly everything. Unless you already specifically know what it is you want to photograph or film, take any gig or any opportunity of creating work that you can get. You know, for example, if photography is kind of your realm, you know, go photograph your high school sports football team or go, if your friend's having a baby shower, go go photograph your friend's baby shower for free. Be like, hey, you know, I'd love to come, grab some pictures, I'll send them over to you. I mean, don't expect anything amazing. I just would, you know, like to be a nice person and help you out. Do anything you can get because you never know if you're going to be somebody who loves photographing events where they don't have to really pose anybody. Or maybe you're the type of person that loves posing. You love being able to, you know, tell somebody, stand this, put your hand here, and then taking that picture. So you would want to get into more model type photography or even wedding photography in that case. So yeah, tip number two. Just take everything you can get and seek things too. You know, like like I said with the high school sports, if you're in high school or college listening to this, even college, reach out to your college team, even a small team. Like I know um, 
like lacrosse and stuff like that aren't some of them some of those teams aren't recognized sports they're actually just clubs currently still so they're a lot smaller and they don't really have the biggest financial backing so they would be obviously not opposed to you coming out and grabbing some shots and delivering those to them and then maybe that could lead to paying gigs so yeah take all the gigs you can get um, anything from small events to small portrait shoots okay the third thing and this is a big one, especially that I knew going into it when I feel like I see other creators don't understand this, is you want to, you, I'm sorry, that wasn't English. <laughs> you want to undercharge, undercharge for your work. If you currently are charging, let's say $150 for a one hour graduation session, I would say that that's a pretty decent, good standard price point for graduation sessions. Now, there's going to be a lot of photographers that are going to undercut you. I mean, they're going to they're going to say fifty dollars, you know, for a grad session for like ten edited images, and you might not be the photographer that cares to put a a constriction on the edited images. So you might just say one hundred fifty dollars for a one hour shoot, all the edited images, and unlimited outfit changes or whatever. So. What I would do though is undercharge for your work. So whatever price point makes you happy, like whatever price makes you excited to get up and go photograph or video that gig, let's say it's a let's say it's one hundred fifty dollars for a graduation shoot. I want you to come down by like honestly thirty to forty percent. I want you to come down to a hundred, maybe even seventy five. That way, to them, you're like oh, like they're looking at you like oh this is cheap. Like I hope this turns out good. You give them this amazing collection of content or work photos and they're like wow this was a this is awesome especially for $75 you know and then when Susan her friend is graduating she's like oh call so-and-so he was only 75 bucks and his work's amazing but obviously by the time Susan hears about you you know your work you're gonna have more sample work you're gonna have more experience thus you can justify that $150 price point Plus, in the beginning, you're going to want to blow people out of the water. You're going to want to create those good reviews if you have a place to collect reviews right now. That con honestly can come after your portfolio, but I, I, it's a little side tangent here because this really isn't <laughs> the um, content of this, this episode. But honestly, I would create somewhere where you can have reviews before you even start your portfolio. That way, these people that you do do free gigs for and you produce good work, they'll give you good reviews. And having good reviews obviously will lead to more opportunities and more clients. So yeah, third thing, undercharge. Go down by 30 40%. I know it sucks. It, it feels crappy in the specific time. But if coming down 30% can get you two extra clients, it's a decent and obviously a good trade-off. So yeah, undercharge, third opportunity. Or third tent. Okay. Hit number four, create other content. Like, and what I mean by that is don't just, if you're a photographer, that's awesome. You know, go out, get better, do landscapes, you know, and do stuff that makes you learn more about your camera. You don't always have to do just paid work. But I also want you to create other content on other platforms, like write a blog, like write blogs about each shoot you do or gear that you've picked up or something that you've learned or anything. Like, use that opportunity to write about your passion. You know, make a YouTube video on, on a piece of gear. Make a YouTube video on how to pose if that's something you're good at. Do anything that can make the amount of content you have about your business or yourself in that realm of photography stand out even more. You know, post on Twitter or even do this what I'm doing now, which is why I'm doing this, is, write, is you know, do podcasts. Like, film a podcast. Like, it's fun. 
It's a way to engage with with your clients, and it's a way for your clients to listen to you and see, okay, wow, this is really cool. This is something that he you know invests a lot of time in on a weekly basis. That's kind of the premises behind uh, tip number four. So yeah, create other content, whether that be blog, YouTube, t- I don't know, tweet, even do like Twitter stuff, um, or even make some podcast stuff. But yeah, tip number four. So tip number five. Reach out to other creators. Now, this, I think, was something I definitely didn't do or utilize in the beginning of my business. Like, I didn't reach out to other photographers and be like, hey, can I come be a second shooter? Hey, do you want to go shoot landscapes for a day and just talk? You know, like, it's a great way to network. That way, if they ever do need second shooting or, you know, if they ever get double booked and need somebody else, that's why it's a great way to network, but also it allow you to create content without any expectations. Like if you can go be a second shooter at a wedding that's for free, you'll get these awesome images that you can use for your portfolio with no expectation and no stress of having to deliver an A plus product. You know, so definitely use the outlet of reaching out to other people in your industry as a way to build your portfolio. The sixth thing, the sixth tip is deliver multiple edits. And it's kind of tough to do this sometimes specifically because the way you capture things can honestly be specific to one style of editing, but you can do it sometimes. So especially if you're starting off and you're like kind of capturing images on a basic exposure level. So deliver multiple edits. You know, if you're doing a shoot and you're delivering, obviously, you know, let's say 20 edited images and they're all in color and good quality and stuff. Take the time to go edit all of those pictures in black and white, or take the time and edit all of them in a in a moody kind of edit or a light and airy kind of edit, and give all of those to your to your client and be like, hey, you know, I love your images so much. I I, I fell into the creative mind and I just edited a bunch of different styles, and you can choose any of them for your pick. You know, like any of them that she enjoys or he enjoys. And that's just a great way to to show that you're going above and beyond for that specific client, which in return will create a good review. Notice what I'm kind of doing here is I'm trying to get ways for you to create good reviews while creating content. Because if you can finish your portfolio with 12, 15, 20 plus gig opportunities and 10 plus good reviews, when you start saying to people, hey, I charge $200 for an hour graduation shoot you can justify that price point. Whereas before, when you have no work, how do people know you can do anything? And that's a big naive mindset when it comes into this industry is that people, they put a website together, they put an Instagram page together, they post a bunch of pictures, and they just sit there and they think that people are going to start reaching out to them for gig opportunity for inquiries and they're going to ask you how much you charge. You're going to say something like 200 bucks for a graduation shoot and you're never going to hear them again because they have no clue that you can do this type of work. So... Obviously, all these kind of are my personal tips. These are actually ones that I used. Like I said, I neglected reaching out to other creators, which is something I'm getting a lot better at currently. So yeah, if you utilize any of these current tips, I promise you within like the four to six month time, you can have a very, very good looking portfolio and you can go from that point on to creating gigs, more gigs and reaching out to more clients and and getting more opportunities to charge more, create more work, and find your niche. Obviously, it's going to be tough to have all this big amount of work on your portfolio, like high school football, weddings, 
um, family portraits, corporate work. So you're going to want to find like somewhat of your niche or stay kind of like inside that realm a little bit if you're going to want to like be the person that charges a high dollar amount. If you're going to want to be the photographer that kind of learns a little bit about everything, obviously a lot of times that, that price point is going to come down a little bit because of your diversity. That's just kind of the... The freelance world that we live in, you know, if, for example, just a quick tangent, if a bride is a $3,000 budget for a, a wedding photographer, and let's say somebody's charging three grand and you're charging 1500 you could be the best wedding photographer, like you could be really good, but she's going to, a lot of times she's going to book that $3,000 guy just because of that price point and the pay what you get for type mindset. We kind of want to avoid that, run these, run these tips and build your portfolio really well that way you can justify a higher price point and grow from there and that's kind of ultimately our goal guys it's just a grow grow what does that even mean do you guys know what grow means is to just grow and create so yeah thanks for tuning into this episode be sure to head over to my instagram lensculturephotography.com i post on there pretty much weekly as well as my youtube channel it's just jonathan Pajak. and um, i will talk to you guys in the next podcast I'm going to be setting up like a forum questionnaire where people can go in there and like ask questions that they kind of want me to address as a young business owner, photography and film business. So yeah, look out for that guys and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Thanks for listening.